Wine is science, art, geography, and history, all contained within a bottle. Make the Culinary Stone your go-to for wine shopping, and we'll show you why it transports and transcends. Visit culinarystone.com for more information. Oh, this is really funny right now, because Chelsea clearly is a light drinker. And no, it's it's really... <laughs> Like, who talks about Javier? <laughs> the way he talks about Javier as a person? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Javier's part of the family, but but I will say Javier's with child. <laughs> so, As it couldn't get any worse, so it can. Javier has a baby, and now we've got baby Javier. And baby oh, Javier is going to. I know. Good laugh. Oh my gosh. This is okay. It's been a long week, right? Are you ready to wind down? Why not? It's time for the Wine Time Fridays podcast with Shelly and Phil. Neither are sommeliers, but both have a deep passion for life, each other, and delicious wine. And now, here to talk about this week over a glass of wine is Shelly and Phil. It's wine time. Welcome again, everyone, to Wine Time Fridays. I'm Another Phil. episode of Wine Time Fridays. So you should do the intros on these. Thank you, Shelly Webb. This is Wine Time Fridays, new episode, episode 56 with Shelly and Phil. And it feels like half of Joshua Tree Yucca Valley as well, because we have guests again for the second week in a row. And we've got everybody laughing because Lindsay's doing something and Brian's doing something. Episode six last year, we were with Lindsay, my daughter, and her husband, Brian. And Brian got a little carried away, so we've we've, we've really limited him to a hundred words or less. <laughs> and their friends, who are now our friends, we're Aww. gonna call her Chelly, yeah. even though it's Chelsea, and Andrew, which were nice enough to let us stay at their Airbnb. Just roaming travelers. Roaming travelers. But you call this the cozy cabin. The cabin of Roman travelers. It's cozy <laughs> cabin. It's it could be cozy. cozy. That's it. It's it's cozy. We'll name cold. it that now because you gave us that name. Perfect. Yeah. Cozy cabin? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's on your it's on the wife. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just making this up. Um, let's do this because this is a last minute pivot. We brought two more in. Why don't you guys introduce yourselves while we enjoy right. what? Oh, oh, oh! My <laughs> happy Friday! It's wine time. <laughs> happy Friday! Happy Friday! We have only that actually had one drink. Happy Friday, everyone! It's wine time. You want to do that again? No. If you don't count. Okay. First yeah. So for the second week in a row, I forgot the stick of wine bill. Well, it will be the because that one won't run till. How are you one counting one. your drinks? Me. We had one before too. <laughs> yeah. Happy hour doesn't count, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's always happy hour in the desert. It's yeah, always happy hour. Really had more than one. I I count in half drinks. So, uh, Andrew, Chelsea, please yes. tell us about yourselves while we sip this reception wine that we'll talk about. Well, we are originally from the East Coast, um, from Connecticut. If you. Ever been there? It's a great place, home of the wiffle ball, Shelton, Connecticut. Did not know that. <laughs> Every wow. wiffle ball and bat in the world is manufactured in, our in Shelton, hometown. Connecticut. Really? It's a big deal. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's a big no uh, idea. I was a wiffle ball player. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's Classic yellow bat, right? Well, I had a curve that would just 
I mean, it would bend. Nobody could hit it. Well, I hit a lot of people. <laughs> anyway. Anyways, we um, grew up in the same hometown, and we reconnected in Boston at a Red Sox game. Mm. Didn't pay attention to the game. Both Sox. <laughs> yeah, and we paid attention to each other, and... Then you I guys were on the kiss cam, weren't you? Well, I wish we made it. That would have been on the kiss our goal cam. in life. I made her wait until the next day. She was trying to put the moves on me that night. <laughs> oh, this has gone that Jesus. way. <laughs> wow, that's just right. Boom, right there. <laughs> no, and then Chelsea was had a dream of moving out to California after she graduated. She moved to California. I came to visit once. and I sucked uh, him right in. <laughs> yeah, I, I was sold on it. Yeah. Came out every three weeks for about... Four months, quit my job, moved across country. This was in San Diego, and then we always came out here to visit with family and just fell in love with Joshua Tree. The desert is just so special. Like, you guys are about 25 minutes away from Lindsay and Brian, who are in right. Yucca Valley. Yep. And uh, became fast friends and doing things. And, and <laughs> Yep, uh, they walked right into our store, and we're like, we just moved here. I was like, let's be friends. Yeah, I thought you were going to say they walked right into our trap. <laughs> Basically. Basically. Store, <laughs> trap, same I sucked thing. you right in. Yeah. Just like it was a great trap. No, yeah. it was awesome. <laughs> I think that was great that you guys the balls <laughs> introduce yourself yeah, and like no Brian had been following Chelsea on Instagram for a while oh, or I guess oh, you stalker guys. okay <laughs> stalkers jeez oh, okay. no but I seriously I was like I feel like I've heard of this Roman <laughs> Travelers couple and I know right now Joshua Tree Brian is back I was like, wait a minute so <laughs> wait a minute that's her yeah well I'm glad now we're friends I'm glad you guys yeah. came in the shop it became a great friendship out of that. So. Sure did. Yeah. Cheers to that. Yeah. Cheers, Cheers to that. Cheers to that. Absolutely. Desert friends. <laughs> okay. Yay! And more friends. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's funny because the clink over this mic it will be really loud. But I can soften that up a little bit. We have a reception wine. Since we're recording this on National Sauvignon Blanc Day, it's a Sancerre, 100% uh, Sauvignon Blanc from France. And uh, what do you guys think from this? I think it's pretty good. Refreshing. refreshing. Yeah. Jinx. Yeah, yeah, no, it's wow. great for the uh, hot summer nights. Mm -hmm. Golden out. It's not summer yet, but it feels well, like all right. it. Mm -hmm. yeah. But it would be nice on a hot summer night. Yeah. Well, it was yeah. 91 today. For those of us, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For those of us in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Uh, it's only spring yeah. out here. I know. <laughs> Just yeah. wait till it's 120. It's cool <laughs> afternoon. But this is, it is, go it is the golden hour when we're recording this. It's oh, great so light cool. right now. Uh, and this is refreshing. Let's go ahead and finish this because we're going to get into the meat of this show, which are two wines, Lindsay and Brian, are actually providing. I had no idea about this. So they have stories galore, and Shelly and I and Andrew and Chelsea will just drink while they talk. Okay. It's tradition. Sure it's so uh, since we're, so Lindsay, we have a Cab Merlot. It seems it should be the second one. Yeah. We have a Grenache as well. Seems like it'd be the first one. Yep. I'm going to ask you guys a question because uh, last year at this time, you introduced us to a couple of things. And, and and names like Javier. Is Javier still around? <laughs> Javier is thriving. Javier is thriving. Okay, good. I was worried Javier asking you that because uh, I thought Javier was struggling at one point. You know, it's funny. I actually found a oh. photo of Javier, uh, baby Javier, today. Baby I never Javier. met with Javier. I would love Javier to meet him. Like yeah, I'll show you guys. I know. I've heard time. on the last podcast, <laughs> number six, that yeah. Javier was a big... He's a big part of our life. We basically held a gun to their head yeah. and said, if you're going to be on this podcast, you best listen to last year's podcast. Yeah. Now that we did. It that. cracked us up. I have got this Grenache. I am going to pour whoever would like to it's give me... It's in kind of a square bottle. 
It so is a squat. Let, let, let me tell you about this. Let me tell you about this. We're not doing rinse pours, by the way. Sorry. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> so the, look at that. The, the Pagano is is one of the. It's it, it, this and the. Uh, what is this? The Sacro are the two. The top two wines of this winery in Valle de Guadalupe in northern Mexico, which is the Napa of Mexico. You've got the entire wine region in northern Mexico with the uh, climate that is just perfect for growing grapes there. And at the time, this was back in the 80s, 90s, before this winery existed, that region all did mass-produced wines. And it was all um, single grape vines that they did. And this guy decided to spin out from the big boys and go and start his own winery and he wanted something that was so different, so bold, that he took a blend, which at the time was not something that was done in the region, and he decided to create his own winery around it, and he wanted it to be so different that he named it the Pagano, Pagan, uh, so that it was like very off the walls, and he wanted to make sure that the bottle stood out. So what you notice is that it actually comes and it looks like an olive oil bottle. It does. That was the first thing when we first went to go get tastings here, it's like, wait a minute, that looks like an olive oil bottle. And he's like, oh, there's a story behind that. So he wanted to be as different as possible from the mass-produced wines in the region. And this is a small little family winery in Valle de Guadalupe. Uh, and if you look at the bottle and the artwork on it, they're all about art. So when you walk into this place, they've got artwork all over the entire winery. And, you know, it's just a really awesome one. Hey, gang, guess what? Brian did that without notes. That's great. The head gang was a hey throwback gang. from last year. Uh, we're going to toast this up, even though Chelsea and Andrew already have a party foul of drinking this before the toast. I already oh, drank it too. Uh, <laughs> I didn't Sorry. know the rules. To health, to health, wealth, and abundance, gratitude, romance. And peace on earth. Now peace on earth. <laughs> and desert friends. And desert friends. And your giggles. And your giggles. <laughs> she wasn't going to say it. She heard you and didn't want to say Good it. Good choice. <laughs> this, this wine, based on Vivino.com, comes in the top 2% of all wines globally and retails for really? about $26.99. Wow, you know a lot about this. <laughs> you, so you, <laughs> you study wine. So you bought this when you're in Mexico. For this life. <laughs> is, yes. that, is that it for him? He's done? Well, so one, one of the things <laughs> that we really have to think about when you go to a winery is the ambiance. Can we the mute ambiance. him <laughs> So when you walk into a winery and you really feel good, you feel at home, you know that you're going to have a good experience with your wine. And Lindsay and I walked into this winery and it looked a little bit old. It looked a little bit rustic. But then you walk on the inside and they have this all this beautiful artwork and hanging plants and everything. And before we even tasted the wine, we knew we were going to love it. It, it's delicious. The nose on this is fantastic. It really, really surprised me. Too. So this is very, very uh, ruby red. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's very, I like how kind of earthy it is. I, I actually thought, oh boy, this is going to be really limp, is what I thought. And then I put my nose in the glass and I was like, wow. It's sort of the color of the yeah. Pinot Noir. And when, when, when we got our tasting, they had two, uh, they had a, it was a Chardonnay, a Pinot Grigio. And then these two on the, the menu, and we tasted these two, and we immediately were like, Phil, mm -hmm. we yeah. thought of you immediately. We got to get this for Phil. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yep. They thought of me. Yes. We got, we got two bottles. That makes you. me almost mm -hmm. cry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but not quite. Uh, well, a lot of uh, Guadalupe has relatively younger wines, mm -hmm. too. It's not a really old wine region, so... 
we were happy when we found this because it definitely feels like it has a little bit more flavor than is maybe as custom out there. Yeah. All right. I think it's time to book a trip. It is. Let's go. Go. It's time Can to you book uh, a talk trip. wine over there for <laughs> That did yeah. not take long for day. you to say, I'm in, let's go. I'm three, in. Three I love in. trips and I love yeah. being friends and, and, and wine. And, 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 wine. and for, uh, where tequila. we are, <laughs> I want to go to where we are in the desert, it's about a three hour drive across the border. It's in very northern right. Mexico. It's about an yeah. hour Let's from a weekend. Uh, so. Tijuana. And you go a little bit kind of inland from the ocean. And mm-hmm. you've got this interesting blend of desert meets Napa. And it's a very cool area. Great food. Yeah. Good desert wineries. Let us know when you put it. Yeah, let's book it. Yeah. Yes. So right now, <laughs> Kia is sniffing the microphone. So if you hear any heavy breathing, it's, it's, Kia, it's the dog. Kia, Kia the puppy with the <laughs> cute eyes. Uh, <laughs> so Lindsay and Brian... Last year, you had basically just moved here, purchased a house, going to renovate and things like that. Have you done anything, <laughs> like had a second wedding, or what has your year been here. like? Yeah. What has your year been like? I mean, any sort of work on the house or nothing? Where Not have you been living? It's been pretty pretty boring out here, actually. Okay, oh. you're lying through your teeth. <laughs> um, yeah, we had a busy year. We had We eloped. And had a small reception for our wedding out in Yosemite, which was really fun. And then work Any on the house. Any family invited? No family. <laughs> the family parties this year. Yeah. We're having our one year anniversary party. Now that COVID I think I is that in a better place. Uh, Let's hope so. <laughs> everyone will be vaccinated and we can have a long story. It's- we legally eloped the year before. For tax reasons. The, the so now we masters. ended up having three, three weddings. Can you oh say God. that? Can you say we eloped for tax reasons? <laughs> hey, it's, it's all up and up. Look, it's all legal. There's a document that says We were it's in all Tahoe legal, for New but if Year's, not, and Brian's funny. mom is a tax attorney, and she said, well, I know you guys are getting married already next year. You're going to save some money if you just drive to Reno tomorrow. Oh, my God. I love her. She signed off on it. Yeah. So Brian's mom under the bus. Yeah, right. And her name was the advisor <laughs> but this so on on the way we can do, go on a tangent here for a second yeah, this is gonna be a long episode but well, we already know that we already know that we had an hour and a half last week sit down buckle up we know you don't have this wine because it's from mexico so just enjoy this one yeah okay Brian. so you got so the floor we now we we realize we have to elope we have to drive into reno what's in reno they're like you've got these tiny little chapels that are like literally in basements. Like no I kid Elvis? you not. No Elvis. It's not like Vegas. It's not like these big, nice, like you know, yeah. nice places to go and elope and get married. This place that we went to go get married was literally like down in a dungeon kind of thing. Wait, why didn't you go to Vegas? Why did you go to Reno? We were already in Tahoe at the time. Oh, it was I really see. Close. Okay. Yeah. And so it was a forty-five minute. And drive. it was literally and like on the way to the Reno oh. from Tahoe. We ended up getting pulled over by a cop because we were speeding. Oh no. <laughs> It was a whole ordeal, but I sweet talked the cop. We got out of the Quick ticket. Quick side note: Do we really want dri- uh, Brian driving to Kingman tomorrow? We're gonna speak. So we go into this basement of a venue, and we decide we cannot do any of these uh, like venues, if you want to call it that. So we're like, can we just go outside next to the river? And we had to pay an extra the old lady, the old lady puts on her, her garb and walks us out along the river. Oh and 
gives us the whole spiel, and we get we get legally married at. Right. It was the two of us. It was the two of us with Kia in the car. Did you have Bill Withers singing? It's just the two of us. We did not. No, to be honest. But anyway, as we as we progress through the year, we got eloped last last year. We go and actually do the actual ceremony, which was our proper elopement in Yosemite. And we've been renovating the house yeah. over the last year or so. And living in the garage. <laughs> and living in the garage. <laughs> but Javier survived the whole thing. Javier survived He's a big snow. Boy right now. And that's another thing that yeah. happens out Snowed here, twice. which this year we had we had uh, two snowstorms, which was really We did cool have to cover him in burlap though <laughs> over the winter. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Warm. <laughs> yeah. Chelsea's like, oh, that sounds so comfortable. Poor guy. Well, it's payback for all the times he We let our cactuses people. die out here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess we should probably say Javier is a cactus. Oh, yeah. If you could also oh. look back at the uh, other episode. And listen. Health, wealth, and abundance. And a pop of that. We don't we only do the long What kind of cactus toast. is Javier? Yeah. Mexican and toast. <laughs> Chelsea just spit up all over herself. What, what did you say? Mexican what? Fence post. So this is really funny right now because Chelsea clearly is a light drinker. And no, I'm really... <laughs> Like who talks about Javier? <laughs> the way he talks about Javier as a person. Yeah. 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 Javier is part of the family, but but I will say Javier is with child. <laughs> so, as it couldn't get any worse, so it can. Javier has a baby, and now we've got baby Javier. And baby oh, Javier is going to through the ranks. It's kind of like oh, Aspen's. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is okay. Uh, I, I, I was going to say last year, I don't know if you So I told Chelsea and Andrew about uh, episode six, and they went and listened to it, and we're cracking up when they got out of the car. So I don't know if it's a good thing that Shelly's wine lined uh, up. Like, have you guys named your property? Have you named your Airbnb? Yeah, last year we didn't have a name. That's right. I now have a name. As a business owner, you realize how important it is to use the power of social media to market your business. But you really don't want to spend full-time money by hiring a full-time staff or hand over the reins to a third party to manage it. Honor your business and yourself by taking control of your social media marketing with the help of the Social Web Inner Circle. In this ever-changing world of social media, the Social Web Inner Circle will teach you social media strategies, giving you a leg up on your competition with exclusive monthly learning calls featuring national experts in social media, exclusive monthly open Q&A calls with the Social Web founder, an exclusive active Facebook group community where you can ask questions and receive support whenever you need it an exclusive monthly print newsletter mailed to your home or office, and more. You owe it to your business to make 2021 the best year ever, and using social media the proper way will vault you toward that goal. Visit thesocialweb.news for more information and to see how unbelievably affordable the Inner Circle is. The Social Web and the Social Web Inner Circle, helping you untangle the web of social media marketing. Yeah, last year we didn't have a name. That's right. I know. Go ahead. Terra Nova. Yeah, it's a name. 
Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. We're very, very excited. Follow you, them on Instagram. That's yep. right. Follow us so, on Instagram. Follow the journey. It uh, took you just quickly. Do you want to know what the name means? I do. I nice do. deflection. I did a lot of research. Really nice deflection. Did a deflection. lot of meditations on the, me on the meditation deck. Yeah. What we really wanted was something that was kind of mystical and made you think of the stars. Like something very aspirational, kind of inspiring, but also something very grounded and earthy. And Tara is... Of the earth. Of the earth. <laughs> right. Like Javier. Like and like Nova yeah, is like a supernova, the brightest star in the sky. So that's kind of the way that we were able to bring those two things to life. Both kind of... What's the word I'm looking for? What is it? Galactic, but also very earthy. It's a great name. Thank I love it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank the you. We're very excited. I think you guys did a great job with and the branding. I, I think that we really wanted to make sure that we were, whatever we did, we loved the outside. In fact, right now we're out on this back patio. It's you just beautiful. around the desert. It's gorgeous. Everything just brings the outdoors in, and yeah. we just wanted to be as closely related to Joshua Tree and the outdoors as possible. That should have been the name, Outdoors In. <laughs> you should have named it. It's a part of the thing. Okay, so uh, quick cheers. It's not the long one. Turn out better than it sounds right now. I'll take that as a compliment to your giggles. To your kisses. That a girl. This is their thing. Whenever they drink wine, they have a little thing they say to each other. I love it. It's good. Uh, you it's, know, it's very good. The. Brian, do you want to explain this one? Yeah, let's talk about <laughs> so, well, so this is a Cabernet Merlot from yeah. the same. And it's uh, very berry-ish. Tastes like yeah. boysenberry. Can we see the it, bottle? Can yeah, I'm yeah, all about the labeling. So so the labeling on this mimics the <laughs> yeah. Pagano wine that we just had previously. And if you actually put the two bottles together, they're meant to actually have a mural, like a mural. They go oh. side by side. That could be great artwork yeah. for your Look at Airbnb. Look at, so it's mm -hmm. it's meant to go side by side. One is Pagano, pagan. The well, other one is little pagan. Which way they go? Huh? They go this way. However, once the, the mom of so the cool. owner oh, yeah. of the winery that. saw idea. that they were going to do uh, Pagano, pagan, they were like, wait a minute, you need to honor. Uh, and so they did Sacro, Sacred, as their second, their follow-up. So you've got Pagan and Sacred. And you've got the two different wines. They're very much uh, in the face of some of these larger uh, Mexican wineries that were producing lots of just very so-so eh, wine. And he was creating these kind of blends that went into these bottles that were totally unique at the time. Are these a, is a 50-50 Cab Merlot, you think? Yep, okay. something like that. And this yeah. is meant to be like the little Pagano is kind of lighter? Yes. Mm -hmm. and that this was the your finger, This is considered is the dad full, of that. This is more full-bodied, it has a They developed the nose him, I think, a year or two strong. after. The little Pagano is kind of the, like... That yeah. bloomed from it? That bloomed from it. Because if you look at the label, yeah. So, right? That's yeah. really cool. This is the that's blooming great. that comes off the master yeah. branch right here. I think yep. put them together. More companies should do cool. something like that. That's yeah. Yep. That, but that's in <laughs> well. So but, the artist did all of the labels and all of the murals inside. So he's a local artist and he does murals all over the inside of the winery and oh, he does cool. all of their labels and stuff. So it's really cool. And it looks like a very uh, uh, stylized watercolor is how I kind yeah. of describe yeah. 
what's on the on the labels. It's pretty. You know, it's the same colors, but it's definitely a different, not image, but like feel, right? So like the image definitely looks the same, but this wine that we're drinking now has a different yeah like feel to the colors than the the, the color yeah. scale. Yeah, the one cool. on the right, the, the Sacro has like more blues, mm -hmm. greens, warm tones. Cool. Yeah. The Pagano, however, has more of the reds, oranges, yellows on on that side. All the same style. It kind of tastes like a Tempranillo a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's definitely more full. You don't like it. Tempranillo, I hear. <laughs> I love or, it. Or a Malbec. It's my go-to. <laughs> so uh, it's interesting. Coeur d'Alene Cellars, who they're a winery in Coeur d'Alene, go figure. Well, I um, asked about that before. Well, you asked about dive bars before. All right. <laughs> Coeur d'Alene Cellars is not a dive bar. Our friend Kimber Anything Gates. cool to see. Yeah. Actually, you... We would love to meet you guys in Coeur d'Alene when you're there for a yeah, glass of wine at Coeur d'Alene Cellars. Uh, Kimber, good friend of ours, owns that, and her mom does all the artwork for the oh, labels really? as well. And Great. so it's kind of fun when you see things like to to home mm -hmm. the the passion behind this, right? Yeah. Any project like this, these are good wines. Unlike the wines we had last year, it's a year away. Yeah. The Rock Shop is a great place, but we did not get decent wines from them. They were local wines, and they mm -hmm. all well. So you did, yeah. You specified I, I, that you I, wanted something cool, unique, and local. I did, and it was definitely funkier mm -hmm. and different than your average Gosh, wine. And there was one that was they like have lots of other literally wines three and a half weeks old in the bottle. I mean, it was a really young really? wine. Was it? Did they only sell natural wines. There? No, I don't think no, so. No, but you just they asked all? for no, something unique. was there. Remember? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, it uh, those weren't the, the best wines. These are fantastic wines. And yeah. are both the price points are under 30 bucks? Both are under $30. And can and you get them here in the States or you have to go down to, to Mexico across the border? I don't border? think they should. I don't, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, the, the last thing, Phil, that I want to leave you with. Please. And Shelly, too. The last thing. And Andrew and Shelly. And Andrew and Chelsea and Lindsay and Kia. I'm calling it Chelsea. So I have, I have to read this, but I thought it was really interesting. And Lomita, which is the winery that we're drinking from right now, is called County. a free flow winery. And that means that there are no machines used in moving the grapes from when they go off of the fermentation and into the barrels. They just use gravity. That's so, awesome. The entire building is is built on a hill, and instead of using cool. machines and pumps to get all wow. the, the grapes up to where they're supposed to be, the entire building is orchestrated to allow for the entire process to happen naturally. That's amazing. That is. That's so cool. It, it is terraced into the side of a hill. It's really amazing. Very natural. Uh, you're taking us there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, we, go. we, we call that a, a, a sustainable, not a sustainable, it's something like that where. I mean, third world countries have really learned the art of doing this. Mm -hmm. uh, not that Mexico is necessarily a third world country, but this is a fantastic way of making wine without having to go machinery and all of that. And oh, yeah. I think wineries around here should, well, I mean, in the States should consider You don't need doing that. all the equipment to make you good have wine. To have a hill, though. You do. Maybe you we should do. start a winery here. There you go. We do everything else. Yeah, we're on a bit of a hill now. We're Might as well. Yeah. Should we start a winery? You know that song? The one that's one of the best songs you've ever heard in your life, but nobody else knows? Yeah, us too. The Greatest Song You've Never Heard podcast brings you a weekly song, the story behind it, and some background as to why that song might not be more well known. 
I'm Chris Cochran, one of the hosts of The Greatest Song You've Never Heard. And for most of my life, I've been collecting music from every genre imaginable, every style you can think of. Well, except modern country. I hate modern country. Hank Williams Sr., fantastic. Ferlin Husky, freaking amazing. But I digress. I built up a massive library of music, and most of it doesn't suck. So one day I asked my buddy Phil, host of the Wine Time Friday podcast, hey, what if we did a podcast featuring those songs that we love, but nobody else has ever heard of, and that we think are incredible, but most of our friends don't know? Thus was born the greatest song you've never heard podcast. Join us each week, wherever you get your podcast, and hear us as we surprise each other with a song that one of us feels is the greatest song you've never heard. Traveling. <laughs> um, let's see. So, uh, Chelly, yes. Chelsea, yeah. and Andrew, you have two different retail stores. One here in uh, Joshua Gosh. Tree and one down on 29 Palms. What in the world possessed you to do that? <laughs> COVID. <laughs> no. Now, that's funny because COVID has shut down most retail. Well, that's, yeah. The funny thing Stupid is, like, Rona. it's always been a dream of mine to open up a boutique and... Um, being furloughed from my last position at Spartan Race, it kind of gave me the opportunity to, to really like follow my heart and like realize what I really wanted. So I was just like, Andrew, there's some space, <laughs> retail space, want to just try it out? And like we happened to just find the perfect little shed. <laughs> shed. <laughs> it's yeah, legit like a shed, it. but it's the coziest little It's 150 thing. square feet. Give it a little more credit. We yeah. were all it's on the edge of our seat on the perfect it's little shed. It's really no, like so, a vibe. It's a yeah. vibe. You, when you yeah. walk in there, people are just like, oh my God. That's the one here in Joshua Tree? Yeah. The Joshua Tree. You'll have to go yeah. see. There's a little yeah. fireplace. Yeah, it, when yeah, we'll we first it came, it was in the fall yeah. slash winter. It was kind of cold and we came in. It was very yeah. cozy. Yeah. Better. Yeah. Like so, it. yeah. Where's everybody in line on these wines? This is... number two, which was the... Father. The father. Uh, I like them both. It's I like them both too. Right, you know, so what do you honestly, need a refill of? It's Sacra. hard to like. Mm, I like them both. Yeah, I, I, too. I, I am leaning towards that first one, the Grenache. What I what I love about the bottle is just the artwork more the combined second. with the bottle and that's shape. Okay. Yeah, I love that. The bottle square shape. bottle shape. It's just so unique. That was the first thing I I'm picked up I'm just happy on. there are wines in Mexico. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, to and, that. And, and actually, we, like, Lindsay and I would never have put Valle de Guadalupe on our radar for, to travel at all. Right. And we had friends that went down there and had the best time. Wait, yeah, you have friends? Same. We know I people know. like that. I know. Down. It's hard to believe. Yeah, it, then it, they got their But, I mean, it, it <laughs> is one of these good. weird places like cool in northern movie. Mexico where I think a lot of... Um, People from Mexico, like Mexico City and whatnot, it's, yeah, a, it's a destination. There. Right. So yeah. they'll travel high up end. there, and yeah. it's very high end. So you go to these restaurants, you right. go to these wineries, and it is done up. We went to one winery where you're on top of a roof with, like, grapes growing all oh around you. and wow. They also, it, there's a restaurant it underneath gorgeous. it, and they source oh. all of the ingredients from the roof. So it's a, it's a rooftop garden with oh. all of the vegetables and the fruit really? and the spices and the herbs. Everything that they use in the restaurant below oh is all grown up top where they serve wine. Oh, so it's farm to table. It is. It's that's really so cool. cool. That, yeah. That's yeah. the best. Yeah. The farm to table stuff. So is bring it out there, should okay? Ask about yeah. the... You tell. So, so Daydream is kind of... Uh, Higher end. Yeah, we, we we wanted to take roaming travelers to like the next level. We wanted a little more space. We wanted somewhere that we could grow. You know, 150 square feet, like we were saying before. It's cute. It's cozy, but uh, 
can't really keep a lot of stuff in 150 square feet. It's tough. There's only so much. You There's can, only so much. So you keep one of a lot of things, or yeah. It, yeah. So, um, so we were looking for some space to get into a bigger, bigger area. We we came across a, um, a retail space that was available. It was like 12. So when we were looking at space and it was 1,200 square feet compared to our 150 square feet, we were a little intimidated. Um, we brought in we. We had a shop neighbor at the time and you know we kind of came to her and you know we started a new partnership right you know we, we have a business partner at daydream and that way it wasn't so overwhelming for us and that way we could kind of you know kind of flourish with some more space and, and we really thought that if we could create a space up here that would allow other vendors to flourish the way that we had flourished prior that it'd be a good good for the community right we live in a desert in every sense of the word that it's a food desert, it's a shopping desert, it's a destination desert. Like it's mm -hmm. 10 miles into exactly. Yeah. So, so we wanted to do something to kind of support the local makers and vendors out here. And um, we want to support everyone's dream out here because half the time the wind is too heavy. So they came and set up their tents at the yeah. market. That's true. So, like, we want to give them an inside space where they could actually set up. Yeah. So, Ultimately, what we did is we we curated a space that removed the barriers of entry into brick and mortar locations. We we gave them no overhead, a very low rent, state of the art POS system, online marketing, social media posting, and um, kind of a complete solution for their business. Pretty turnkey. Is it a form of uh, consignment? It's no. not consignment. Okay. No, no. no. So they they all own their own inventory. They take all the profits themselves. We literally provide the space and Social charge media rent. And so nice. you That's really? Nice. So it's almost like we a salon. We want to help people. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like a salon. <laughs> well, I mean, isn't it? You have a. a yeah. I think the fancy word sure, is sure. co-op. Or it's a collective estate. space. It is a collective. Yeah. We, we also host classes every week, like yoga classes starting soon, and then we're doing like a pottery paint class and crochet. Or if you want to teach a class, Brian. Yeah, you can teach Brian a could class. teach a wine class wine here. Class. Speaking I mean, that would be so fun. You know, we want like to we want to build a community. <laughs> but you know what I mean, has right? So much potential. Um, a salon and a real estate agent. You yeah. have a, de a desk right. rent or right. a, a chair rent, right? right. And so essentially, that... that's all we're doing. Okay. We're giving them the space and we're marketing yeah. for them and giving them kind of like the keys for success in a sense that hopefully that their business can grow to the point that they can support themselves in a brick and mortar. Yeah. Or that they can have more space within our space. That's so, awesome. So right now it's like a three-month period where. What I they also love choose. about this though is that you guys went out on a limb and just like <laughs> you guys did it <laughs> first. That's you, really scary. But then you guys are now enabling others to like not have such a scary leap to right. get off the ground, yeah. and that, that's incredible. You help and you've been recognized. Uh, yeah. Did you get a letter from? Yeah, we we got a letter from uh, the state senate. Um, you know, kind of congratulating us on opening and kind of what we were doing. And a few magazines reached out to a us. A few magazines we've been published in, which has oh, been really well. Oh, you were really just well. in a music video. Yep. Yeah, we were just in a music video. We're in a music video for the Shins. But the yeah. local really? magazine. Really? Yeah. yeah. We have a local magazine. Yeah. They reached out to us. Really? Yeah, well, we, they, they so filmed cool. their, uh, yeah. their music video at our shop, um, which was kind of cool. Yeah, but it's it's a really neat time right now too because if we look back about a year from now, we're kind of right at the one year anniversary of our initial Roaming Traveler yeah. store opening that we were trying because of COVID, and uh, here look we are now, now owning two yeah. businesses out here, we're so two thankful. brick and mortars. It, you know, COVID has really pushed yeah 
smart businesses to creative be creative and, and to pivot. And that yeah. there's no guarantee that still works, right. but you have to do it. Yeah. yeah. The best. I think it was unique too that we kind of came in during COVID. So like social media and like this new wave of how to market and how to go to market, we didn't really have to learn it. We kind of did it from the right. beginning. It's not like we had like, you know, a store for the past 10 years and this is the way we've done business and now right. COVID hit and now, what do you we know, do? Yeah, we're flabbergasted of, oh, how do we do oh, this? Yeah. We came into the market of, okay, here's a void. Here's how we have to fill it. Here's what's Shelly. And we found a way to make it work. Crazy. What I was going to say, it's much like the incubators. Oh, in yeah. Walla Walla, Washington. So. Oh, I heard um, of Walla Walla. Is that a wine? Mm -hmm. It's a wine area. Someone told me to go there. I never had the opportunity. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. It's wonderful. It is. But what they have are three. Five. Five incubators. So small wineries just starting right. up. Aww. And you and pay. And like a micro winery kind of. And they support them. For yeah, you, three years their, yes. their first year is hardly any buy-in. Second mm -hmm. year, it's a little bit more expensive. Okay. Third year, blah, blah, blah. After oh. five years, they kick them out, say, right. you're either going <laughs> to succeed or <laughs> you're bye-bye. Yeah. yeah. And so, That's so cute. Yeah, a couple That's weeks ago, like we did we uh, a podcast about Malbec. <laughs> Kicking people out. <laughs> no, well, I mean, three months here. Five years, you should yeah. be able to have your model. Right. Right, right. You should right? be able to scale by then. Exactly. Yeah, so you're That's sort so of cool. doing that with some of your people. Yeah, yeah, and it's nice because a lot of a lot of the, the vendors that we have in there too are kind of more kind of like a smaller scale, like an apothecary, you know, where you're not going to have a brick and mortar for a full apothecary, but the apothecary can be in somewhere else and be very yeah. successful. And they have been very successful yeah. inside our environment because right. people are coming in for other items and they're like, oh, wow, you sell mm -hmm. this too? You know, it's a quick, easy, yeah. no thought Very off the carry from shipping. <laughs> yeah. I love that show. Rose, wait, is it Rose Apothecary? Is that the it one? Is. Well, no, it was Rose Motel. But oh. What, no, Apothecary was. Apothecary. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. That Far so too well. Please leave that in. Apothecary. <laughs> oh my God. So, we, a couple weeks ago, we asked about naming your. Your Cork corkscrew, screw. yeah, your wine opener. Oh my god! Because there was a Twitter um, question: Do you name your corkscrew? And so I asked <laughs> Shelly a couple I'm weeks serious. ago, and she she's like, I don't know, we don't really probably need one. It's, although we could do Moira. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great That's a name. name. That's a great <laughs> name, bro. <laughs> oh my god! Moira just sounds screwy. That's wine. hilarious. Oh man! I think it is Rose Apothecary because I just ordered a shirt from them. <laughs> oh my god! You're the one who's paying. Anyway, Lindsay. Who's paying? <laughs> meditation deck. How often have you used that? That was a pivot. It was. Yeah. A, that was a hard pivot. Yeah, we're trying to wrap Making up. Making sure you're still awake over here. Exactly. You know? Uh, you know, I haven't used it a whole lot recently. In the mornings, you don't use it anymore. Well, well she's got it's been relatively cold and windy because of the season. But I will soon start to go out there. I'm also a little bit traumatized from a run in that with a snake that we had out there. That was like eight year. months ago. <laughs> yeah. I'd still be traumatized. <laughs> yeah, Kia, little puppy, almost bit it. I should, though. I'll start doing it, and then I'll report back next year when we have this podcast in 2022. Ooh, this is a now. So... What an annual event. It's an annual event. <laughs> Lindsay Woo, and Brian were the very first guests on Wine Time Fridays. And so now they are the very first 
repeat guests on Wine Time Fridays oh. with with yes extra guests. Wow. So it's gotten I feel very so honored. It's got to grow every year. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Next, next time, more. next time it's going to be a retreat. Going to be a retreat weekend. And we are going to have eight Until people around eight here. Eight people. This is great. And then we're going to just double. Model. We're going to double every year. Do we and have so 16, on and so 32, on. Yeah, 64. that'll be a great podcast. <laughs> uh, we'll get has loads ever, of sponsorship. Has it ever occurred to you that Wine Time Fridays is also WTF? Yes. yes. Oh, every day. I can't do hashtag WTF because it's like, what the? Wine Time Fridays. Yeah. It's, it is actually kind of a quirky acronym. little. No, it's fine. Just do it. Court, just do it. it. Mm -hmm. Just like what? Yeah. Hashtag. Just do it. I'm wine time Friday. Wow. Uh, half <laughs> a glass of wine. Lindsay's done. Mm -hmm. um, Lindsay, uh, I'm holding in my hand because last year you uh, asked Shelly about her fluorite from the little stones, and I've got <laughs> oh, this. That's what that is. That's right. The satellite. That's like a third eye chalk. What? What did Chelsea say? Looked like something else. <laughs> I don't know. Chocolate. Yeah, it's California. It looks like something else. Over here, it looks yeah. like oh, oh like a joint. Doobie. It's not for twenty. No, no it's it no doobie. Like no doobie brothers. Uh, this is a satellite. Lindsay picked this out for me, and I felt so bad because I didn't have it in my pocket, and so I've had it in my pocket ever since. Wink, wink. Intelligence, <laughs> efficiency, truth, communication, intuition, and that's mm -hmm. what you think of me. I Which picked it out for positive. you. I was in a store in Venice, yeah. and I was looking at crystals, and that one spoke to me for you. I appreciate Just kind of like this wine did. This was special. Yeah. yeah. So we flew down here this year. No eggs for you guys. We didn't We didn't drive, so no fresh eggs. Sorry about that. But this has been really fun. We are going to go episode 56. Uh, you guys are sports fans? Yes? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, what number 56 rings a bell with you? <laughs> yeah. Maybe, you don't maybe do not answer. Like we can't answer. That. I don't know. Edit, edit, edit. <laughs> yeah. That's actually not Let's a person. <laughs> no. This is, how about Lawrence Taylor? LT. I don't know who that is. You wouldn't. You would. You likely would. I'm not sure. A linebacker for the Giants for many, no, many, sorry. many years. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's that well, right, I, right I also, I, I realize that you just kind of portray me as this person that takes over the podcast, which I'll lean into. You are very good at Which that. I'll lean into. Which I'll leave with my into. closing <laughs> remarks. However, I am going to leave with my closing remarks, and that is, Phil, you've done a year of this. That's impressive. You've done a Aww, year cheers. of podcasts. I wanted to quit. You've done a year, and that I is wanted really to quit. hard. Shelly said, no, we need that to keep going. That is incredibly difficult, to, yeah. the editing and that's the time. Awesome. And the, just the effort and the finding the wineries. I love it. So 56. I want to do a cheers to Phil. <laughs> oh wow! Wait, and and Shelly, because she's the co-host. And Shelly, because you guys have done this for now a year, and in Whoa. order to get Whoa. unbelievable, she did. Jesus. So you guys did not That's see like Chelsea's Gordon Ransby. That was yeah. like unbelievable, like from a plane. And she only spilled a drop. And a she bit. Sorry, you got your paper. I don't have year, a year of doing this podcast to another year more. Uh, we cannot wait to be guests on 22. Yeah, that's that sounds great. Uh, real quick before we end up, we have wines from uh, what we have this week. Chalk Hill Chardonnay. Lindsay, St. Supri Sauvignon Blanc. Oh. Sounds like something you had at your wedding. I did, yeah. She's wasted. She can't talk. <laughs> Um, Malaya Tempranillo, <laughs> the Willamette Valley Vineyards Barrel Select Pinot Noir, Kim Crawford Sauvignon Blanc, 
Tangley Oak Chardonnay and J. Laura Chardonnay. That's I'll make what... sure you edit that out. <laughs> I'll sneak in and do it myself. I would like I mean, to see you do that. Real. Next week, the 45th anniversary of the Judgment of Paris, which is a significant, significant uh, day and time for the Napa Valley area. It is. Yeah. It really went, is. They went to Paris <clears throat> with some wines, and they went and judged against French wines with French. It was Chateau and Montalena. Chateau Montalena and Stag's Leap. And you know what? They won. The Americans won. Yes. And it pissed the French off. And it doesn't mean we're better or, or worse or anything. They put that judgment of Paris. We'll see. What? Is actually May 24th, 1976. Yeah, that's what I was so thinking. So why did you restart the whole thing? May 24th <laughs> is where over. I got 24. Let's, so, let's, let's throw it back. Start, take it from the top. Yeah, take it yeah, from the right. top. Okay, so this is Ryan with the closing yeah, remarks again. Oh, no, no, no. We're not yeah. doing that again. No, we're not. We are not doing that again. <laughs> so that's next week. It's 41 years. Uh, sorry. And then uh, we have coming up in June, the National Rosé Day. Uh, Rosé all day. That's right. Thank you, Shelley. <laughs> Prosecco week is great. June yeah, 11th great and 16th. Yeah. We want to thank all our sponsors, the Culinary Stone. The Aww. Social Web and Cave B Estate Winery, and I want to thank Andrew. What? What? Are you, what's up going on? It's so cute. Sponsors. We have sponsors. I love it. <laughs> we I want know. to thank Andrew and Chelsea, or Chelly, uh, for being here as the the last minute guest. Was fantastic. <laughs> yes, yeah. We'll work out the contract deals. Uh, Lindsay and Brian, thank you for being on the second year. It really pissed off the Cochrans that you were the first guest, by the way. Just letting you know. So shout out to Chris and Heidi Cochran as well. And Shelly, uh, it has been 56 episodes of Bliss. And uh, we will, oh, with a little bit of knowledge, wine becomes a lot less overwhelming. We'll see everybody next week. Judgment of Paris. Chateau Montalena. Stag Lee. Chow May. You got a bell? At KB Estate Winery, we are known for our crazy, fun-filled events, such as our yearly grape-picking and stomping harvest festival, winemaker dinners, wine club socials, music events on our Stage B Amphitheater, and more. And we are only a hop-skip from the Gorge Amphitheater, where major musical acts perform every summer. In short, KB Estate Winery is a place where stories are created and memories made. To learn more how you can experience a setting that allows you to be inspired through delicious wine, friendly staff, exciting events, and beautiful views, please visit kb.com or simply call 509-785-3500. Thank you for spending part of your day to wind down with Shelly and Phil. Remember, you can listen to any episode of the Wine Time Fridays podcast by visiting winetimefridays.com or wherever you get your podcasts. And join us on our Wine Time Fridays Facebook page, Instagram, or on Twitter, which is at Vintage Tweets for daily conversation. Until next week, here's our toast to you. To health, wealth, abundance, gratitude, peace on earth, and of course, Romance. Bell's gonna sound terrible. No, <laughs> beating on the microphone. <laughs> That's not I did it. That's like so 
You could have done it up here. Hold on, I got it tight. Church. There we go. You dummy. <laughs>